0: In the beginning of the phone call, someone's telling me you might not buy my house. What? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard that one before. Yeah. Everyone's dying to buy my house right now. Guys, welcome to this video. I have a special
1: guest here, Eric Klein. Yeah. Eric, thank you for sitting down and joining me on this interview. You know, it's exciting. I got to meet your business partner, Tony. We talked all about Dispo. Make sure you guys check out that video. Tony dropped some bombs on how to really excel at Dispo. Yeah. Uh, if you guys don't know, uh, Tony and Eric, they're crushing it. They're hitting these six-figure month assignments, uh, all the way up to $500,000 month assignments, right? Exciting, yeah, really crazy. amazing. Yeah, and very quickly, you guys have built this business. Uh, it's funny, Tony was telling me a little bit of the growing pains of, of you know building your team, but it's just fascinating to see how well you guys are doing. And we're gonna talk about Eric a little bit about the sales side on acquisition. And yeah. I wanna start out by sharing something that Tony had said when we did our interview. He said- Acquisitions, the sales process for acquisitions requires a little more empathy. And empathy is really having compassion for somebody's situation because Mm -hmm. you're dealing with distressed sellers, right? Yeah. And he said on Dispo, it requires a little bit more grit uh, because now you're dealing with other investors, Mm -hmm. right? So it's a little bit different type of both are sales. Dispo is a little bit different than acquisitions. And you, Eric, are a master at relating to a seller. And when I hear the stories about how you talk to sellers and the way that you um, try to to win over a deal, what you're really good at doing is putting yourself in the seller's place and trying to understand their situation. So I want to have you share some ideas around this with everybody listening. First of all, how do you distinguish between qualifying and disqualifying
0: a seller? So, that's a really good question, man. First and foremost, thank you for having me on. You're welcome. Honestly. Thank you for being here. L- look up to you, man. Appreciate it. Honestly, <laughs> I've been watching you for, for a while, and uh, it's, a, it's an honor to be on here with you. Um, the difference between qualifying and disqualifying. Yeah. Something that, that I saw immediately coming into this industry. I come mm-hmm. from a completely different industry. Uh, it was sales and marketing, but it was a different industry. Mm-hmm. And when I came into this industry, you know, you hop on and you, you, you try to be new. I knew how to run a business. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot about sales, but I still didn't know the real estate game or the wholesaling. It was new to me. So when I, when I came into the industry, I started popping on all these different channels of people teaching others how to treat these leads. Yeah. And what I found out real quick is they were trying to get on the phone and off the phone with them as fast as possible. Mm. So it was they would get on, and for them it was it was all about the money. Where they'd get on, hey, my name's Eric with ABC Homebuyers. Uh, we buy homes for cash, right? These sellers, here's my offer. These <laughs> sellers have heard that for years now. Yeah. It's not new to them. And what I caught real quick was the only thing that's going to separate me from my competition is my my their, the experience I can put them through. Mm. So when I get on the phone with them, hey, John, this is Eric with TLC Homebuyers. Uh, I see that you're interested in selling your house. Uh, they're going to acknowledge it. Yeah, right. They, they understand why we're on the phone. I want to get them engaged immediately. I want to take control of the phone call. How do we do that? John, real quick, before we get into this, I want you to grab a pen and paper real quick. I'm going to have you jot all my information down. Why do I do that? One, I'm taking control of the phone call Mm -hmm. and it's a different experience. I heard so many people in this industry and they're even asking me here. They're like, you really give people your real name and your real company name and you're giving them your, your, your real website. And I'm Mm. like, why wouldn't I? I'm trying to get them to sell me probably the biggest asset they've ever had in their attached to their name. And, and when you say, Eric, when you say, you know, take control Small
1: commitments lead to big commitments. Yes. So the small commitment of getting out a piece of paper and writing something down, that's a small commitment. They're taking an action you ask them to do. Yep. And that that hand raising of doing something small is going to lead them to doing more commitments.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love that. And I know we're trying to, like you asked a question, uh, qualifying versus disqualifying, right? I'm trying to figure out the reason why Mrs. Smith continues to answer this phone. Yeah. And continues to have conversations with people like you and I, because she's, she's not on, not, not answering the phone. She knows her house is still for sale and it's still (laughs) for sale. It is. So I get them engaged. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I set clear expectations of what they're going to get on this phone call with me. And by the end I go in, our approach is we're going to qualify your house. We don't buy every home. So by the end of the phone call, Mrs. Smith, I'm going to give you one of two things. I'm either going to tell you, yes, we can buy your home, and I'm going to have an offer for you, or I'm going to tell you we your home doesn't qualify, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to give you the reason why. Mm. Why do I say that? They haven't heard it before. Mm. In the beginning of the phone call, someone's telling me you might not buy my house. What? I haven't heard that one before. Yeah, Everyone's dying to buy my house right now. They get all these phone calls. So I go through uh, the intro, then we get into fact find. Fact find is the reason why. And a lot of people, um, I I believe in the industry, and this is going to a lot of the newcomers, or even people that have been in this industry for a while that uh, think price is everything. I always say when they give you, when you ask how much do you want for your home, you don't know how many phone calls they've gotten that day. You don't know how many phone calls they've gotten that week. You don't know what mood they're in. You don't know what they were doing right before they picked the phone up. Mm-hmm. So their number, it, based on all those different circumstances, could be complete fluff. Yeah. Not, and a lot of times it is. Yeah. So
1: price can be a deceiver. It, yes, it, it is not a true indication of their motivation. No,
0: it's a number. Yeah. And when you're basing the phone call off of that number, you're basing it off all the wrong things. So the numbers, yeah. Let's let's ask them. Let's get a temperature check, but that doesn't mean I'm going to go and just throw that lead away and move to the next one. Yeah, it's okay. I hear your number. My job is to see if your property is worth that. Yeah. Now I'm going to take the necessary time and ask the right questions to see if your number is realistic. I love too, Eric, how you
1: tell that seller that uh, you may not be you may not be able to buy their house. What I like to say is, I like to say look I may not be the right buyer for you yeah and I'm gonna let you know that yep and that you would think that you're that that would kind of like shoot yourself in the foot but it builds so much respect with mm-hmm. the seller because you're being honest yeah and 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 they're they're mapping now that you're being real with them because yep. not all deals fit obviously no. so by being transparent about that I think it's kind of like you it's a win for you in the conversation where the seller is gonna feel a little bit more trust
0: yeah. Couldn't agree more with you, man. Love that. And uh, our, our presentation between all of us, the only thing we really have different between all of us is, is our presentation and the yeah. way, the, the experience we can give these people. Yeah. I said it, it like, we don't go into our conversations asking, we save the AC, uh, the, AC the roof and all that till the very, very end of a It's fall. irrelevant. It doesn't even matter. doesn't matter. And the reason we don't ask those questions is as soon as you ask What's the age of your roof? What's the age yeah. of your AC? It, it, for them, it's all, it brings them back to the last person they talked to yeah, that probably that? had a bad experience. They didn't know how to talk to a seller. And they're like, this is just like that last guy that called me. <laughs> so I yeah. want to save all that to the end yeah. when, you know, we do a couple ta- uh, tricks, I believe, or, or tactics, whatever you want to call them, where we're putting them on hold. You know, we're going back to the underwriters. We're putting them on mute. You know, we do in in our presentation, we do two three-minute holds. Mm. And we keep them on hold for three minutes. Mm. Mm -hmm. And it's after, you know, you get done with your intro, your fact find, you talk about the home. Then we say, all right, I appreciate everything you've given me. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and put you on hold and go back to my underwriters and see what they're thinking. We're
1: going to crunch some numbers.
0: Yeah, well, they've been looking at your house. We've been on the phone for 25 minutes. They've been looking at the house mm-hmm. for 15 minutes now, Yeah, right? I, I don't come up with any numbers. That allows me to work. You know, I get to get on your side of the table in the negotiation now. Mm-hmm. It's being you against the guy in the back. If you've built that credibility and trust. And tell me, Eric, about
1: storytelling because talking with you, storytelling with a seller is a very big part of your scripting and your and yes. your sales process. How are you using stories to build rapport and relate to a seller? How yeah. are you doing that?
0: Great question. So we always ask the question, "Why do you want to sell?" Right? Mm-hmm. Everyone asks the question. Yeah. But what what most people do is they 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 listen to it and move past it. So yeah. what are your main reasons for wanting to sell? I don't want to be a landlord. I want to get my equity out. The market's hot. Yeah. Uh, I need to downsize. I inherited the home. All these yeah. reasons. So what people do is they, they hear that and they move past it. So what we do in our pitch is, Mrs. Jones, you know what's crazy is the last three homes that I've bought were from people that said the same exact thing. They didn't want to be a landlord. The reason they didn't want to be a landlord she had her granddaughter in the house. She felt disrespected by her granddaughter. She wasn't paying her what the, the home could get her. It was an investment property. You know, yeah. there, w- there was a, a, a now a wedge being put in between a granddaughter and a, a grandmother. Mm-hmm. And she thought it was best for her just to get rid of the home. It would be easy for her to go to her granddaughter and say, you know what? I'm, I sold it. Someone's yeah. buying the house you gotta, you gotta move out, but they're giving us 30 days, 60 days to do it. But more importantly, what she was going to do with the money for all these years, she's been carrying around $23,000 in credit card debt. And she told me the interest rate was 17 and a half percent. So she was going to, she was going to get her granddaughter back, get on good terms with her, sell the house, get her equity. And she was going to finally be debt free for the first time in four and a half years.
1: And you're telling this story to a tired landlord about another tired landlord, where yeah. you did a deal, yes. and, and closed and helped the seller. Yeah. And why? What is that doing? Well, what, what it, are you? Br- what bridge are you crossing? So I'm
0: letting them know, hey, this isn't the first time I've dealt with this.
1: Okay, so it's credibility.
0: Credibility, because you you've dealt with this same yep. exam- same experience before. Yep. Credibility. Yep. I'm. Then after I say she got the, the, the equity out, she paid off 23,000, I'm attaching her, the reason why she really wanted to sell the house. The good feeling of getting that money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the good and, feeling and of that. And putting it to use, uh-huh. right? And then I, I circle back after I tell that story, mm-hmm. you know, your tonality and your, oh, yeah. you use yeah. all of it, right? We're wordsmiths at the end of the day. Yeah. We right. sell the sizzle, not the steak. And I come back and I say, so tell me, Mrs. Seller, why don't you want to be a landlord? Yeah. So I heard you say it. You heard what I just said, which you can probably relate to something Something. in that story. Then I come back and I say, why don't you want to be a landlord? And then I just shut up.
1: So I see some other things there. I mean, you're you're showing that you can relate Mm -hmm. to her by using this story. Yep. You're showing the compassion and how you serve, right? Yep. So, so you're. It feels so good to help this yeah. lady solve these problems with her granddaughter and all of this. Yeah, and so you're now. It's humanizing you because now you're, you're you feel like a good person because right. you're helping this other example. All of these things are happening subconsciously, probably. Yeah. Right between. That story and you and the seller you're talking to, mm-hmm. and then you're not making any presumptions. Then you're saying, why do you want to sell this unwanted property? Yeah. I want to know. I, maybe I can help you too. Like I helped them. Right. Is the message at that, that sense.
0: So much more powerful than. Super powerful. I don't want to be a landlord. Okay. Awesome. And what's the age of your roof? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like, <laughs> who's going to get the deal? Yeah. That person or me? Yeah. Me. 10 times out of 10. Yeah. And what's
1: interesting too, is like, let's say that she says, uh, let's say she says, man, I got this tenant and the tenants not paying and they trash the property out. That's a time when you can now, the empathy comes in when you're like, oh my gosh, that sounds terrible. Yes. What are you going to do about that? I, I can't believe that they would do that. You know what? Isn't it crazy how you have this investment property, you make a nice house for somebody, and then they disrespect your property? That must be so hard. Tell me how hard that is. Yes. Right? right. And you're, you're allowing that seller to, to experience with you the pain of their, whatever they're going through. Mm-hmm. And that's what, isn't that what wins over? Like, isn't that what someone wants to do business with you? Because I feel like you
0: care about my situation. Of course, yeah. I mean, that's, at the end of the day that's the power of it yes at the end of that conversation and this is what i tell everybody on on our team or anybody that like goes through i have a, a sales training anyone that's on it i said at the if if you do everything right the close or the negotiation should be the easiest part yeah if you've done every everything right from hello to offer the close and negotiation should be the easiest part of that phone call because they are now, they're now negotiating with somebody they like trust and want to do business with. They're not negotiating with somebody that tried buying their home in seven minutes. Yeah. Right. You know, I so, love that. And what's
1: so amazing about this too, is that tired landlord may decide to go with Eric and your price could be twenty, thirty thousand $30,000 lower than other cash offers they got. And they're going with you. Yeah over those others. It, it happens. Right. And that, isn't that insane? Does it, it
0: happen every time? No, but no, that but that,
1: but that shows how powerful the relationship is yeah. versus the price,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? We're so price driven, especially if you're like me where I'm very analytical. I'm a data driven guy. I'm a numbers guy. And so it's easy for me to become robotic and to take the people side out of this business and to just, you know, throw numbers around and, yeah. and you know, like it's, be sort of desensitized a bit. Of course, it takes it takes a real concerted effort, I think, to to stay on a level where you can have that type of compassion and really. And, and I don't think it's a I don't think it's a tactic or a trick. You have to really honestly care about. I couldn't agree more about people. Yeah, if because it'll come through. Like they'll map that. Maybe not always, but some people are going to map that. Ah, this is a sales tactic. Do they really mean what they're saying? So if you can bring in that sincerity and really honestly gain a lot of joy and satisfaction, helping sellers win. I mean, I remember a seller I had where we we bought his house. He was a hoarder. We helped him get rid of everything. We threw stuff away. We kept some stuff and put it in storage. We found mm-hmm. an apartment for him. We did a rent back. We did all this thing. Mm-hmm. And when the whole deal was done, and we bought at a huge discount. Yeah. And we did all this thing. He said to me, he said, he said, Jerry, um, I just want to give you a hug. My wife and I want to take you out to dinner. You have changed our life. Yeah. And, and, and it was like amazing. Of to, course. And we made a bunch of money. We did an amazing deal and that's how it should go. Yeah. You should win and they should win. Yeah. That's how this business should work. Couldn't agree more with you. Love yep. that. So Eric, one last thing before we wrap up this uh, interview. Thank you again. Of course. Um, you know, a lot of people that watch the channel, they're brand new in the business. Like they're working on that first deal. So I remember asking Tony this, he gave great advice on Dispo, but on acquisitions, if, uh, if you were to give somebody, you know, like one piece of advice to go get that first deal, land that first contract, what would be your number one thing that you would tell somebody to do? If you could break it down into
0: just one thing. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> um damn. To get your first deal. Um, the first deal is not easy. It really isn't. Yeah, that's the hardest um, one, right? It's not easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first domino you got to drop. Yeah. And uh, proof of concept. Yep. I tell. So it would be.
1: And not everybody's like Tony with a hundred percent close ratio. Yeah,
0: I know. Yeah. Tony, Tony, rough. his fir-
1: very first call, you know, landed the yeah. deal.
0: <laughs> so my, my biggest piece of advice is there's enough free information out there. Yeah. And take advantage of it take advantage of it there's enough free information out there where you absolutely have enough information at your fingertips to get that first deal and don't focus on uh anything outside of getting that lead and sales yeah it, it wholesaling is not real estate no it is lead generation, it's marketing, it's marketing <laughs> and sales. Yeah. So, you know, you don't need to be read, reading, real estate books right now. Yeah. You need to be really reading, uh, sales books and whether you're doing it over the phone or you're knocking doors, I've never knocked a door before. Uh, I've done hundred percent virtual. You're going to get told, no, it's a part of the game. You are get over the rejection. It's nothing against you right? They're not calling you ugly or you're a horrible person. They just said no. And, um, as cliche as this sounds, the, the more no's you get, the closer you are to yeah, that. Yes. Love that. And, uh, I tell everybody and I got to say it on here with you, whoever's listening. If nobody told you they believed in you, mm-hmm. I believe in you hundred you percent. You're going to get this deal. Yeah. I promise you. Um, just, just don't give up when you give up. That's when all bets are off.
1: Yeah. You know, if you're listening right now and maybe you've been getting that rejection, I hope you really take to heart what Eric said. You know, a no is that much closer to a yes. And a no, honestly, is not no. It's just no right now. No right now. It's just no right now. I had, a, I had, a, I had an experience um, where we call a seller, we give them, we go through the whole thing. They say no. Um, five minutes later, they call back and they say, hey, is that number still good? We're like, yeah, what's going on? <laughs> They're like, well, when I hung up the phone from you, the city called me, someone threw a rock through the window. They're giving me a citation. You know what? I'm just done. Mm-hmm. They went from unmotivated to very motivated in five minutes. Yep. Motivation changes weekly, changes daily, changes hourly. Never. And if you can change your mindset to no, doesn't mean no, it just means no right now. Yeah. Then every time you get a no, you're just kind of like, oh, okay. Well, right now it's no.
0: Time and circumstances.
1: We'll call you tomorrow. You know, yeah. we'll call you next week. Time and circumstances. Yeah. And it just changes. All of a sudden, rejection is no longer rejection. Yeah,
0: yeah. like
1: it, it rolls. You, just, it just rolls off you. So many times, the people I see that really struggle in this business, Eric, are the people that take rejection hard. They take it personally. It yep. means something about them. Yeah. And when you make it mean something about you, you It's every call
0: is painful. Yeah. Like don't make it painful. Make it fun. Yep. Because it's, it's not easy, man. It's not easy closing these deals no. consistently over an extended period of time. And I'm not talking six months. Yeah. If you're going to stay in this game for a long time, play the long game. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not easy doing yeah. this. It, like you, the stuff on social media is sexy. Yeah. But when the it's cameras checks. yeah checks, it ain't, it ain't sexy <laughs> in be, between.
1: So. No, it's grit. It's, yes. it's work. Yes. Yeah. So just know that and know that it's okay. Wherever you're at in the journey. I love Eric's advice. Just you guys can do this. Yes. You can do it. You can do it. Awesome. Thank you, Eric. Really appreciate you. Let's yeah. put your uh, info below in the description. If it's all right, people can uh, can follow you and get to know you and your world. Um, again, it's exciting to see you and your partner, Tony, on uh, on you know Steve Trang's podcast and some of these other places where you guys are willing to share your, yeah. your journey and your experience. I'm so excited to see where you guys take your business and the things you're doing six months from now. So look forward to having you back on the channel and talking about more things. But Uh, Thank you again. And guys, if you haven't, be sure to subscribe to the channel and we'll see you on the next video.